With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, everyone. This is Sean St. Jacques from the Jacques Jacques Knicks podcast on the Posting and Toasting podcast network. This is episode 37. Um... Coming to you um, in a pretty tough mood uh, today. Recording this, as always, on a Thursday before our show goes out on Friday morning. I say this every week, um, but this week much more than others. Um, I don't know where to start. Uh, The plan this week, uh, 48 hours ago... Uh, was to go uh, full out questions from you guys, and we got some, which was great. You know, you guys sent them in through social media uh, or directly to me uh, through my different uh, platforms that you can communicate with me on. Uh, however, uh, a lot of those questions won't apply for a very long time, it seems like, because of the coronavirus uh, pandemic that has spread uh, not only through the European countries, um, but also now through the United States as well. The NBA announcing that the league and the games have been susp- uh, you know, postponed, suspended, however you want to put it, uh, for the foreseeable future. So for the time being, there's no NBA. Uh, the Knicks season, uh, after that win over the Hawks in overtime, uh, was the last game we're going to be seeing for some time. The Knicks finish it off with a win, and now we don't know what's going to happen with the NBA and with many other sports as well. For me, as you all know, unless you, you know, if you're new to the show, you might not know. If you're a longtime listener since the show began, you know that I cover college basketball, so this hits home twice as much. You know, as a, as a fan of many sports, how every sport has been impacted by this and. You know, I hate to say it, but there's really not much else we can talk about <laughs> this week. Uh, this is the story of the week, um, and for a while, obviously. This was a quick turn in the United States. For those that haven't been tracking the coronavirus spread uh, since it started, um, you know, countries like Italy and countries like, jeez, uh, Spain and England and Uh, Many others across Europe have been dealing with this for a couple of weeks, and Italy has essentially been shut down now for almost a week, and it is starting to catch up with some of those other European countries, and now it is very much caught up with America as well, and it is spreading, I think, even faster than any of us could have believed. I think that's for two reasons, The, the not the spreading part, but the we couldn't believe it part was, you know, we're, we live in a skeptic society. 
a skeptical society where we don't believe a lot of the things we read. It's the fake news era where we see something on social media and we say that can't possibly be true. We don't check our sources. We don't check science. We don't check anything. We just check our own attitudes about it and we don't fully believe what's going to happen. And I'm guilty of that myself thinking two days ago that as a fan, I'm going to be going to the Big East tournament. I'm going to be watching my alma mater play college basketball at the Garden. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to have some fun with some friends. I'm going to enjoy maybe a beverage, maybe a nice meal, and enjoy my time in New York City while this coronavirus stuff, whatever that is, blows over. And then my other thought was, hey, I'm going to be covering the NCAA tournament. I'm excited for that. I'm going to be traveling back to the Garden for that, I'm very excited. Can't wait. This whole coronavirus stuff is going to blow over. But that's not going to happen. Obviously, not only college basketball, all the conference tournaments have now been canceled. The NCAA tournament has been canceled. The NHL season has been postponed. Major League Baseball has decided to uh, cancel the rest of spring training. They've decided to cancel the first two weeks of the Major League Baseball season as well and they're going to try to restart whenever they can mls uh, major league soccer uh, and a company uh, i work for lower soccer league in america the usl also have postponed their seasons uh, as well um you name it it's been postponed i think the only thing that i saw today that was still going was the players championship in golf so and for now there's no fans that are supposed to be there so that likely means that they're that golf is the next to go so it's been a really, really rough um, 48 hours for sports fans. Uh, I come at it from two ways. Um, I come at it from the first, I'll give you my first reaction first, uh, devastated by the news, uh, not only because of the NBA season being postponed and the fact that Rudy Gobert has the coronavirus and the awful way he handled it by touching people's uh, media members, uh, recording devices, and then, of course, in the end, Donovan Mitchell, his teammate, also has been diagnosed with coronavirus as well, likely because Rudy Gobert, according to reports, has been extremely cavalier with the way he has handled his symptoms and has been touching things around the locker room. He's been fooling around with teammates, apparently, while being a carrier of the coronavirus and absolutely tone-deaf and ignorant way and that's putting it nicely to handle this situation and now one of his teammates his dealing is dealing with the same health issues this had to be done um this was clearly the right decision by all of the leagues involved although i must say and this is not a college basketball podcast but i i do host a college basketball podcast i will get to this on my other podcast as well but you must i, I think you should know this as well there were conference tournaments today that actually thought about going Anyway, despite the coronavirus um, threat, and my beloved Big East tournament was one of them that actually played a half of basketball at the Garden where Rudy Gobert and the Utah Jazz were less than a week ago, where lingering things could easily have maybe caught on to St. John's players or Creighton players or the teams that played on Wednesday night, St. John's, Georgetown, DePaul, and Xavier. So it just, when you don't know enough about it, it's tough to push on when the consequences could be so severe. Now I get it. The numbers don't seem that bad to you. 
Only a couple percentage of people die from this. It's, it's lower than the flu. Just look at Italy. And we're apparently two weeks behind where Italy and then now the UK is starting to catch up with it as well. There was a, I, I've just been, uh, a buddy of mine just texted me and multiple players from leagues in Europe have been diagnosed with coronavirus and managers and owners and people in charge of multiple clubs across European soccer, the biggest leagues in the world, have been diagnosed with the coronavirus. This is going to happen. Now, again, there was a false alarm at the Big Ten tournament yesterday where Fred Hoiberg, the coach of the Nebraska Cornhuskers, formerly of the Chicago Bulls and Iowa State, was sick on the sidelines while coaching his Nebraska Cornhuskers in the first round of the Big Ten tournament against Indiana. His team had to be quarantined after the game at Bankers Life Fieldhouse in Indianapolis, where, by the way, the Pacers play. Keep that in mind. Remember, these arenas are multi-purpose. A ton of people could be going through these, not just fans, but players and other staff and personnel. And this is how the virus spreads. It's contact. It's a contact virus. So it's dangerous to play these tournaments. It, it, it makes perfect sense. This is how you stop these things from spreading. You, you keep the groups of people that are, are out and about in public as small as you possibly can. And having 20,000 people in an arena or more, because again, the final four, you're, you're talking you know, football stadiums here filled with people. You know, we're talking 50,000, 60,000 people watching a college basketball game. People are going to get sick, and there could be old people that go to these games. More importantly, this is where the virus really hits and, and can kill people who have weak immune systems and can die. And when it comes down to life or death, regardless of how I'm about to feel in the second part of this, you choose the precautions 100% of the time, in my opinion. However, I feel absolutely gutted for people like Vince Carter who very well could have just played his last NBA game, his last basketball game as a professional athlete when he thought he had 15 games to play, something like that, left in his NBA career. He comes in, has a nice moment with the fans, because the fans, remember, the fans already knew that this was it. Like, they're not going to go to games anymore. Regardless of if the NBA is going to play the rest of the season out or not, they're not doing it with fans in the building. So the fans at the Atlanta, at the Atlanta New York game wanted to see Vince Carter one more time just in case the NBA season doesn't come back. And that's, by the way, very much in play here. There is still a very good chance the NBA season is over. We don't know yet. So keep that in mind as the weeks go by here. Because yes, we have, what, a month off, something like that, till we try to refigure this out. Or, or see where we're at. But the NBA season could very well have ended today. Or last night. Or as you listen to this two nights ago. It could very well be done. It comes down to this. As far as the other side of this. I, I, I couldn't feel worse for Vince Carter. This is not the way his career should have ended. If it has ended. It's gut-wrenching. 22 years in the NBA. Now listen, if this is it, he gets, he comes in, he makes a three-point shot, he gets to do a pose, he gets to dance, he gets to wave to the crowd. That That's not a bad send-off. But for a guy like Vince Carter, 
I, I feel absolutely devastated for him. I, 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 this is not the way his career should have been. He should have had a, a much bigger crowd at the game. It should have been a much bigger celebration of his career in the NBA. He deserves that. And the fact that he might not get that is an absolute uh, a tragedy of a story. In, in in the, you know, keeping in mind that there's much bigger tragedies in this world that we keep learning about through this coronavirus. On top of that, I feel terrible for Donovan Mitchell. A guy that, without even realizing it, contracted this virus from a teammate who clearly doesn't care about anybody but himself. A selfish human being, at least in this scenario of Rudy Gobert. To not keep others in mind when this is a team sport, how he how he's not looking out for his teammates and fooling around in this situation when he knows how serious this is. He must know because he's from France where they're also dealing with the coronavirus in heavy numbers and it's spreading by the day. The fact that he used this poor lack of judgment and now one of his own teammates is sick. It doesn't matter that it's Donovan Mitchell. It could have been any of his teammates. But it's even worse because now it's in the public because it's it's a star player in the NBA that has the coronavirus. It's absolutely appalling, his decision-making. I feel terrible for Donovan Mitchell because there's literally nothing he could do about it. If you get touched, there's a good chance you get it. And now he's got the symptoms at the bare minimum. How how bad the symptoms will be, we have no idea. Coronavirus affects some different than others. He might not get any symptoms or he might be sick. We have no idea. I hope it's the former, not the latter. For other sports, I feel absolutely terrible for college seniors, for men's and women's basketball, around the country that made the NCAA tournament that miss out on trying to win their conference championships that miss out on trying to impress the scouts for the NBA draft that miss out on these once in a lifetime opportunities to play on a national stage you know, there's so many players you're going to see again in the NBA there's a, there's a good amount of them that you're going to see again but there's a whole lot more of them a ton more this was it for them. This was that that all of a sudden their basketball careers are over. Done. There's a lot of people that didn't have the basketball life that Vince Carter has had that just had their basketball career ripped away from them today. And it's absolutely the most gut-wrenching thing I could think of. As far, you know, we're talking again, keep in mind, we're talking for the most part here first world problems here. However, I, I just, oh, after all the hard work that these kids have put in, the fact that they won't get a chance to play in the NCAA tournament or even finish their conference tournament. I mean, there's teams, including my, my team, my alma mater, Seton Hall University, that had high hopes for March this year and realized that a lot of these guys, you know, this, you know, they're on, you know, Seton Hall this year, Big East champions in the regular season could have made a deep run. I don't mean to be selfish, but I'm giving you an example. And now there's players on that team that's their basketball careers just ended today. 
their basketball careers are over. Some you might see in the NBA. You know, Dayton has had a phenomenal year this year. You might see Obi Toppin in the NBA. You probably will. But now, Dayton, who just had the best team they've had in 50 years, doesn't get a chance to showcase that nationally in the NCAA tournament. And their season is over. And Obi Toppin's career, over at Dayton. Just a few, you know, it's different for others. Cole Anthony's career was already over. His team lost in the conference tournament second round, and the Tar Heels are out. You're going to see him again in the NBA. And he was done. His season is over. But there's a lot of others who just missed out on a chance to either showcase their talents in the conference tournament, missed another chance to represent their school, and just missed out on another chance to make more memories in March where anything can happen. It goes deeper than just the NBA. And keep in mind, there's still a chance the NBA does play again this season. There's a chance that happens. But we have no idea how much worse this is going to get. We really don't know. The other thing to keep in mind is I, I, I feel absolutely gutted for employees at these different arenas that depend on these paychecks to work at an NBA arena, to work at the Final Four, to work at these conference tournaments. Keep in mind, some schools have canceled sports through the end of the season. That's That includes the spring season. No sports until the end of the school year is over. So now we're, now we're talking college baseball. Now we're talking college softball. You know, we're talking a lot of student-athletes who just had their seasons and maybe their careers in sports just ripped away from them today. And the employees that work at these schools or for these conferences or talking NBA for these arenas, for these teams that need the paychecks. They go paycheck to paycheck needing this money and i'll even you know broadcasters people like me that do this for a living just took a huge hit this week i've had a number of i've seen a number of people on social media just had their whole spring schedule wiped out and they have no income for the next three months that's a tough pill to swallow it really is so the sports industry, I mean, again, this is the tough part, right? This Sports is supposed to be that escape. That's how we all know it. You know, today for me, you know, again, 48 hours ago, I'm supposed to be going to a place I love, Madison Square Garden, to watch the Big East Tournament with a good, with a good friend of mine and enjoy a day out, a guy that I haven't seen in a while. And we're, we're planning this day out. And, we're, and you know, last night I got to give him a call and I, and I said, you know what I just got told? We're not, we're not going to be able to go. We're going to have to try to watch the games, if they even happen, from another place. So we said, you know what? We're not going to New York City. We'll meet up midway. He lives in Connecticut. We'll meet up, we'll meet up midway somewhere, and we'll watch, try to watch the games there, and we'll catch up there. I'm not going to name where I was because of the next part of the story, but I'm, we're sitting at, at, at an establishment watching the incredible events unfold where, where the Big East actually started 
the first game. It's incredible. After all the other conference tournaments canceled the tournament, the Big East is playing their, their first quarterfinal game. St. John's is playing Creighton, and we're just looking at each other in absolute shock that this is happening. We have a nice meal. The game is canceled. The tournament's canceled, and we're looking around, and we're just we're shocked how this is all happening. It, we're taking it all in in real time. As it's happening, we're watching this. All the conference tournaments essentially now have been canceled, and we're basically just waiting to see what happens with the NCAA. Of course, hours later, the NCAA tournament was canceled. And if you want another example, if you really still don't think this is a legit thing, we're leaving, right? We are leaving the establishment. The games are canceled. We know it's over. We've been there for three hours just catching up. We pay We pay our bill, and our waiter comes over. And he's, you know, again, keep in mind, this place is empty. <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> we met at a midway point in the Northeast. You know, it's midday. You know, people are at work. We're, we're in an establishment, you know, having a nice meal, having a drink, and enjoying, you know, this in, in really, truly remarkable tragedy that's happening. And just taking it all in, and just we, we just can't believe what's happening. And we're just talking about it and trying to fight our way through it and just figure it out and just figure out what's going to happen next and can we get any keep any keep any of our sports and the waiter comes up to us and he says you're not going to believe this but you know, we were just told that someone in this town in a nearby hospital has just been diagnosed with the coronavirus the first that at least he knew of in the area this guy's from the area that we were in and now there's a guy nearby at a hospital that's got coronavirus. I mean, it's spreading that quickly. It's truly remarkable stuff. It's it's absolutely just a, it's tra- it's a tragedy on so many levels. Is guess I guess is what I'm trying to say. Let me regroup my thoughts here. We'll take a break. We'll break this down a little bit more. And you know where do we go from here? Is kind of going to be the second part of the show. And then where's the show going to go from here? We'll talk about it as best as I can uh, coming up next. Shock Jock Nick's podcast, Posting and Toasting Podcast Network. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Part two of a tough show. Uh, there's no other way I can go about it. Uh, my apologies. Uh, you know, I, I had somebody last week when we were having fun, uh, kind of just making fun of the whole Spike Lee situation and kind of overblowing that a little bit. And 
you know, the James Dolan, you know, kicking fans out of the garden and, and we were going, you know, I made it all WWE style for fun and, and things like that. I had, you know, one or two of you reach out and say, you know, we don't talk enough about sports. We don't talk enough about, you know, you're not talking enough about the X's and O's and, and things like that. And, and for those that, for those that know this show, we do both on this show. What, what, what you guys are talking about, we try to talk about on this show. That's the point. We're trying to you know, have a conversation on the air, you know, in a way with you guys. You know, it's why we do the questions and the Ask SSJs and, and interacting with you guys. That's why we do it. But, I, I mean, you know, last week it was, you know, the Knicks are not good and, you know, we got to find something to talk about. This week it's, you know, this is all everyone's talking about. We have, you can't ignore this. You can't ignore this, guys. I mean, it's every sport that's being impacted by this. The NFL has shut down operations for the time being as well. I mean, the only the only league, and again, this is as of recording, you know, Thursday night, you know, before the show goes up on a Friday when you guys are listening to it, the only two, you know, major, you know, not even major sports that are still, you know, that haven't been canceled or postponed are the XFL, who's, you know, who knows what the heck Vince McMahon's going to do? And then golf, the Players' Championship was going on the last time I checked in with the sporting world. So, and by the way, reportedly, that's supposed to be going on with no fans. Although I saw fans earlier today during one of the earlier parts of the round. But regardless, you know, this is a big deal. And listen, you could gauge however you want whether how big of a big deal it is. But when, when the leagues feel it's necessary to shut things down, I mean, clearly this is a huge problem and bigger than a lot of us realized because there's so many examples of problems with trying to coordinate things right now. Um, one of the one of the problems I had with the NCAA tournament side of things was well, why couldn't the N- why couldn't the NCAA postpone the NCAA tournament? You know, cancel the conference tournaments. You know, this is it's the conference tournaments are this week. You're not going to push those back. You can either give it to the automatic bids or just make the bracket you know, through the bracketologist and then the committee, and they'll figure it out from there. You can still find the best 68 teams without a conference tournament, but postpone the NCAA tournament, and then in a month, figure this out and see maybe can we play this in April and get the the, the March Madness that we love so much in April and kind of take a, take a cue from what the NBA and the NHL and, the, and Major League Baseball are trying to do, which is basically try to save the season. You know, trying to make this not a total waste uh, of a season because of the coronavirus. It's a tough call, man. It's a. T- I wish I. To be honest with you, selfishly, I wish they would have done that to leave the door open for a chance to see the NCAA tournament and maybe for me, you know, cover it again. But I don't blame them for making this rash of a judgment. When you take a look at the science behind this, this is this could very well be the beginning of what's going on with sports for a long time for the foreseeable future we don't know when games are going to start back up again for right now most leagues whether it's the nba or the nhl or major league baseball or soccer or whatever college basketball is the only one that's really terminated everything it's all done for the professional sports that are just kicking off a lot of them, or, or for the NBA and the NHL, it's getting towards the business end of the season. 
and for MLB, you know, we're, we're in spring training right now. It's one of those things where, you know, how much of this can we salvage? You know, let's suspend it two weeks, three weeks, a month, whatever it is, and then we reevaluate. I, you know, in my heart of hearts, you know, for those seniors, you know, for those guys in college basketball, I wish that could have been done. I wish that could have been the protocol. But keep in mind, you know, the other thing to keep in mind with this stuff is these arenas are multi-purpose. They're used by multiple leagues, multiple teams, and a lot of times multiple sports that, you know, it's tough to get around. And for the NCAA tournament, it's tough to just kind of, you know, scramble like this and basically re replace everything when you don't even know if in a month it's going to be, the, you know, we don't even know if in a month that the coast is going to be clear, if this is going to be even worse than it is now. So it's a really tough decision by the NCAA. It was a tough decision by the conferences. I think some of the conferences handled it terribly. I think the only, the only group, uh, the only professional or, you know, big sports entity that comes out relatively good here, at least for the time being, or at least more than others, is the NBA. They got the report before the game tipped off between the Jazz and the Thunder that Rudy Gobert tested positive for the coronavirus, and they said, you know what, that's it. We can't do this. That's the final straw. One of our guys has it now. And who knows who else has it? That's the tough part about this disease that gets, for some people it seems like, swept under the rug. They don't, they're not even thinking about this. But we don't know who's got it and who will get it and who will give it to somebody else. You know, I just mentioned it earlier. The Jazz have been, were at the Garden playing the Knicks. For all we know, a lot of other people could very well have it. And we don't know. I'm getting every, it feels like every hour on the hour, but it's probably not. But it feels like, it feels like every hour today I've gotten a text with another famous person who's got the coronavirus, whether it's been in sports or pop culture. You know, the big one that, you know, the one that's really, you know, oh man, this is a really big deal is that, you know, Tom Hanks, I think his wife have uh, the coronavirus. I believe they've been in Australia uh, from what I've been told, I haven't actually looked this up, uh, but I, I read somebody sent me a post that apparently Tom Hanks put up that he has the coronavirus. I've heard it on radio today, so Tom Hanks has it, so it's a big deal, kind of a thing. Which I don't love. I don't love that. That's how it works out. But because, because in my opinion, if anyone's got it, it's a big deal, and, and if it could kill you, it's a big deal. Which is why the other part of it, and again, I I apologize that I keep kind of bouncing around here, and I'm trying to, you know, we're trying to do the show. I mean, that's that's the other part of this that that's going to be tough. We're trying to give you the show. We're trying to give you our thoughts on what's you know going on around here. But the other part of this, you know, go, you know, again, I'm trying to trying my best here <laughs> to figure this out. But the tough part about this also is, you know, again. It's 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 annoying for me that, you know, Tom Hanks has it, so now it's a big deal. But also, you know, that's sometimes how people find out about this. People love Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks has coronavirus. Oh, what's that? What's coronavirus? Or, oh, wow, this is more serious than I thought. So there's pros and cons to it. It's good to spread the awareness. People should know about this and take the proper precautions, which I will try to, 
you know, give you at the end of the show, kind of give you a little bit of a rundown of what you should be doing as far as ways to stay healthy through this entire process. But on on top of that, it's about really taking this seriously. And what's going to be tough and what I hate to even have to say is the next few weeks as a sports fan are not going to be fun. You know what I mean? This is going to be tough because sports is how I, not only how I, you know, I'm trying to build a career, but it's how I interact with friends. It's how I interact with certain certain members of my family. It's a big part of my life. It's a, I get a lot of joy out of sports. You guys, you guys get a lot of joy out of sports, which is part of the reason why, you know, our plan around here, at least my plan around here, is to keep doing these podcasts throughout this entire pandemic. Because I believe that, you know, first of all, you're going to need something to listen to <laughs> uh, throughout these next couple of weeks, you know, without any sports on, we got to do something for you. And that's the plan. The plan is to still create content for you guys week in and week out. And I see that it you know, just based on the schedule this week, I'm kind of the guinea pig on the Posting and Toasting uh, podcast network this week. The Posting and Toasting show went on March 9th, which is, when, which is when the coronavirus was still kind of, not dormant, but in America, you know, all, all this stuff hadn't hit yet. I'm kind of the guinea pig for how these shows are going to be going forward, and I'm fine with that, and I take that responsibility, and and that's fine. But this is going to be a rough couple of weeks. Um the NBA, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it could be done. The NBA draft's going to get affected. The NFL draft has already been affected. Scouts are not traveling to see certain pro days and see certain workouts and to scout certain players and things like that. So there's there's a lot going on, man. The sports world has stopped, and it's getting to that point where now what's going to happen? And that's scary. I, I get that. Uh, I, I have felt it quite a bit today too. I've been back and forth between the two kind of mindsets I've been laying out for you, which is, you know, the Sean St. Jacques that's a normal human being and the Sean St. Jacques that has a career and loves his career and is a big sports fan. It, 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 it Both things can be true. Both things can be going through your mind at the same time. Be rational about it. You know, there's a reason, there's a reason these things are happening. You can be down about it, but you can also be smart about it. Uh, there's, there's been a lot of people today that, you know, whether it's been out of fear or out of ignorance that have been calling out the leagues and have been calling out this and, you know, been frustrated with the decision making. And I get some of it, you know, again, I mentioned one thing earlier, the NCAA tournament, could they have just postponed it and then reevaluated like the NBA is going to, like the NHL is going to. Um, et cetera, et cetera, like Major League Baseball is going to as well, and the NFL. Um, but then the other part of me is it's too big of a risk. I mean, imagine here. Here's here's something even worse than what I mapped out earlier. What I mapped out earlier is you know a lot of these kids, these seniors in college, their careers just ended today. Their careers just ended today. Most of them. But imagine if this had gone forward. And they played the NCAA tournament next week as 
scheduled. Imagine what would have happened. People would have gotten sick. And now you're, you're subjecting these kids who are only there on scholarship that might not get a professional contract anywhere. And now, because you didn't stop them, because again, the players want to play. You know, Creighton and St. John's played today because they want to play. You know, the Thunder and the Jazz would have played if they were allowed to play. But at some point, you got to stop, you got to keep the players out of their own way and say, no, no, no. You can play through sickness all you want, but this is not going to happen. We're stepping in here. Guys play through injuries. They play through sickness all the time, but not this time. Not this time. It's too dangerous. Too many other people could be impacted by this. And in Rudy Gobert's case, his own teammate, because of his ignorance, was impacted by this. And it's getting worse. I was saying earlier, it feels like a friend of mine or a colleague of mine has been texting me with a famous person almost on the hour. <laughs> it feels like every couple of hours, like someone else is getting the coronavirus that's that's famous. And that's not even, again, those are just the famous people that are getting it. You know, in some of these European countries, from based on reports, 70 to 80% of these populations could be subject to coronavirus. And again, you're saying, well, Sean, I mean, that's over there. Why do you think why do you think we shut down air travel between Europe and the United States or Europe to the United States for 30 days? Because there's a legitimate threat to it being like that over here. I'm not saying 70 or 80 percent because there's a lot more people in the United States than a lot of those countries, individual countries over in Europe. But there's again, we go back there's there's a reason. We're trying to make sure this that those numbers are not anywhere near those numbers are popping up in America. These are the precautions that have to be made to fixing this and making sure that student athletes or professional athletes or the employees that are not getting paid anywhere near what these athletes are getting paid that show up and are going paycheck to paycheck handing out hot pretzels or, or putting together the courts for the games. Or switching it from basketball to hockey, like they do with the Garden. Rangers to Knicks, and then back to Rangers. Night in and night out. To make sure not only that the players are not getting subjected to this, but these workers are not getting subjected to this. So they're not getting sick. And again, I get the whole thing. You know, it's it's going to be hard on them because they need those paychecks. I know they do. But this, ha- you know, something's got to be done. And I think the NBA, I give the NBA a ton of credit for getting out in front of this as best as they could. And it, they were the domino. They were the first domino to fall. And the rest of the sports world, in the end, followed suit. For, for in my opinion, the better. This is how it had to happen. And if we had to be without sports for, you know, again, a month two months, three months, whatever it is, hopefully not longer than that. You know, knock on wood, I'd, I'd love to have sports back as soon as possible because I, you, you, as I mapped down, I mapped up before, sports has a big impact on my life 
in a lot of lives that I know listen to this show and that I'm friends with and that I'm colleagues with, sports really matters to us. For, for more than just the love of the game and as a career, we just, it, it's just something that, it, it's it's our life. It's our life. And I got to tell you this, I'm not, I, I, I'm going to appreciate sports probably as much as I've ever appreciated sports when sports comes back. Whenever it comes back, I'm going to be maybe the happiest man on the planet when sports ever, whenever sports returns, hopefully sooner rather than later, I will be as thrilled as anybody. But for right now, we can't have sports and we got to deal with that. It's the real world infiltrating the distraction. You know, sports is supposed to be that, uh, as as Michael Kay always says, the candy store of life. We get to go around, we get to pick and choose, we get to have fun, we get to get all sugared up with our emotions, and we get to be around friends, and we get to enjoy the finer things in life, which is getting to enjoy our sports, our teams, our schools, our cities, our nation. Well, now we, we get to... You know, we're, we're seeing the bad side of that now. We're seeing the light, the real life side of that, which is this is, this stuff can easily be taken away from us more easily than I think we realized. So I think it's another part. It's kind of, there is a little bit of a lesson to be learned here, which is, you know, sports is a beautiful thing. I, I, I don't want to get over philosophical. I know a lot of you guys don't like that, but I'll say this. Sports is a beautiful thing in our lives. The positives of the sports world make for amazing moments in a lot of people's lives. Whether it's winning a championship or learning about a player or just getting to go to the arena. Whether you're with your friends or you're bringing your daughter or your son to your first game. Or you're taking somebody that's never been to a sporting event to a sporting event before and they're learning about it. They're asking questions. They're they want to know about a certain player. They want to know what a rule is. They want to know what just happened. They want to know what they want to feel the energy of the crowd. That's the stuff I'm going to miss the most while we're gone from sports. As far as the leagues themselves. As far as I'm concerned, we're going to still keep doing this show. What are we going to talk about? We're going to figure it out. That's all I can tell you. I only plan, you know, this was all, you know, this is all stuff that I didn't plan on talking about this week because I was planning, you know, we're, we're, I'm planning to answer your questions about NBA, the NBA playoffs, the NCAA tournament, and then this news drops on me the night before the show that all this stuff has been canceled. So, I, you know, I'm running an audible here, as you can probably tell on this show. Doing my best here, but I appreciate you guys sticking with me and with this network through this. And I hope you do throughout this entire absence of sports in our lives. And I hope we all take a a new appreciation while this is going on of how much sports really matters and how much it can really impact us. Because without it, you know, I I can already feel the hole forming in my life. You know, I planned on, on having a lot of NBA and college basketball to watch and some soccer and all that good stuff over the next few months, getting ready for when that's over to, to love my other sport, which is baseball. Now, you know, it's it's about you know kind of filling that hole for a few months but also appreciating what we have with this beautiful world of sports that we get to enjoy year in and year out and sometimes take it for granted on top of that i want to end with this 
Because I'm sure, you know, for 40 minutes now, you've just been hearing me go. It's been down, downer city for the last few podcasts, but uh, this is this is as low as it's been uh, just because, it, you know, we have to and we have to talk about it. Be smart out there. You're going to hear this a lot. Don't ignore this stuff. Okay? If you go out in public, be careful. Wash your hands a lot. Bring sanitizer with you. You know, don't go into big cities if you can avoid it. If you can work from home, please work from home. Whether you're feeling well or you're not feeling well. If you have that option, if you're lucky enough to have that option, please take that up and do that. If you can't, I understand. Jobs are not always like that. But be careful when you go into work, please. And if you're sick, don't go into work. Take a sick day if you can. If you can't, wear a mask. You know those little things, you know, to keep keep the allergies out of your sinuses when you when you're mowing the lawn or you're raking the leaves. I've got them. I've got them at the house because I've got allergies during during the uh, the spring and the summer to pollen and, and, and things like that. Wear it. If you got to go to work, the least you could do is take every precaution possible to not, whether you have it or not, it doesn't even matter. Now more than ever, if you're not feeling well, either take a sick day, go to your doctor if you can, or if you go to work, and you shouldn't go to work, but if you you really have to, if there's no other choice, if you're going to miss out on money, you don't get paid to take time off, you know, I get that. But take the proper precautions, please, for everyone's sake around you, for everyone that you have to work with, for the people in public, you know, for the co- the people that you get your coffee from or your food from, because you don't know how much everybody else knows. That's the scary part. Not everybody is as informed as maybe you are. Not everybody's taking the precautions that you may or may not be taking. Keep that in mind as you go through the next couple of weeks. Because listen, the number, the percentages might be low. And if you're younger, you're very much not likely to be seriously sick or harmed or killed with this disease. But that doesn't mean others won't be. So, you know, think, this is what I'll leave you with. Throughout this entire process, please, first and foremost, think about yourself, think about your family, think about your friends, your coworkers, but think about the strangers as well. Think about the people around you. Because with the coronavirus, you don't even know who's got it. You don't know if you have it. You just don't know. If you can take time off, take time off. If you're sick, Either stay home and treat it or go to a doctor. And in the precautionary situations, wash your hands for 20 seconds. Use hand sanitizer. And please be as healthy as you possibly can. Because now more than ever, we need to be. And listen, I know you look at the numbers and they seem low. Any, any amount of people dying is just a tragedy. It really is. Any amount of people that are sick is a tragedy. 
to this extent where you've got, again, you've got thousands of people around the world already dead. And those are the cases we know about. That's why you do it. And that's why we won't have sports for a while. And if that's why, I'll bite the bullet. I'm fine with it. I'm on board. I, I, I But the disappointment comes in as well. But you, the, the understanding needs to override the disappointment. For those that made it through the whole podcast... God, you're superstars. You guys are the best. I, for, for those that keep coming back week in and week out, the thousands of you that have listened to the show, the tens of thousands of you that have listened to the show since it started, you guys are the best. Uh, I just want to, you know, again, I, I, I almost want to apologize because I, I just, I don't like talking about this stuff. I really don't, especially for 40 minutes. My God, it's way too, 45 minutes I have to talk about this stuff. I don't like doing it. I have to do it. I get paid to do this show. I, I feel an obligation that if I can give you a show, that I will give you a show. And I'm trying to keep you as informed as possible. Um, what are we going to do going forward? I, again, I, I wish I knew the answer. I'm going to take a week to kind of process everything and try to figure it out. Um, the plan is to have a show next week. Uh, that's the plan I plan on sticking to. I just don't know what that show looks like. So you're going to have to bear with me uh, as we go along. There, I'm sure there'll be more news to talk about. I'm hoping it's not 45 minutes of coronavirus next week. <laughs> but we'll take it as it goes. Until then, please be safe out there. Please keep try to keep your family safe. Keep yourself safe. Keep your friends safe. Keep your strangers safe as well. We're trying our best to make sure that we get our sports back and the world back as quickly as possible. This is not a world we want to be living in for as long uh, as we've already been living in it and for any longer than we have to live in it. Do your part, please. And enjoy taking a breather from sports if you can. Uh, Because I think some of you do need it. Uh, Regardless, stay safe out there. I'm not saying, I'm not putting that lightly. Please, please, please take the proper precautions We'll see you next week. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this podcast. Hopefully you got something from it. Until then, try your best to stay safe. Try your best to enjoy this week. And I'll see you guys next week on the Shock Shock Knicks podcast on the Posting and Toasting Podcast Network.